Welcome to the Third Generation Networking Podcast with your hosts, Debbie and Greg Peters. Hello, networkers, and welcome back to another episode of the Third Generation Networking Podcast. I'm Greg Peters, the Reluctant Networker, and with me is my retired co-host, Debbie Peters, the retired networking guru, and also my not-retired mom. <laughs> Hi, Mom. You're, you're in trouble. <laughs> I'm done. I'm not doing this podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry. She is, of course, <laughs> she's only my retired business partner. All the rest of it, she still is. So, <laughs> Hi, Mom. How are things going? They were going really well. <laughs> <laughs> You're a bad boy, Greg. I'm a bad boy. What can I say? So what's been going on lately? How's the garden growing? Um, you know, the garden's doing okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I am not able to grow Swiss chard this year to save my soul. Swiss chard, too- you know, that like it grows like weeds. Weeds. And I don't I haven't decided whether I have rabbits that are climbing up into the raised bed to eat it. But they're just nibbling the green part. They're leaving the the red because I'm using the red type of mm-hmm. Swiss chard. They're leaving the little red sticks sticking out. The little spikes. <laughs> yeah. Or if it's a bug. And so last night I created a chicken wire cage to put over the row. Okay. And then I dusted it, which I don't usually, you know, use stuff. But darn it, I want Swiss chard to put in my shake in the morning. Oh, I'm sorry. How, how are the apple trees growing? Um, I think we're going to have a moderate amount of apples this year, which is just fine with me. Because last year you had a, you had both trees produced a bumper crop, right? Yeah, we're not going to have a bumper crop, which is just fine. Okay. Well, as long as we get applesauce out of it, that's the important thing. We still have applesauce in the freezer. <laughs> well, I got to remember to pick some up next time we see you. So. Yep. All right, so let's go ahead and talk about some networking. I know you have to go pick up Gable shortly here, so it's yeah. A, he gets all you know anxious chilly. if I'm not there by a certain time. <laughs> he gets he gets worried that you might leave him, huh? Yeah. All right. Well, we were talking about um, uh, it's kind of a little bit of a different topic here, where we we were talking about how we can network in a social setting as opposed to a business setting, such as like a chamber or business uh, uh, business association. Uh, the behaviors are a little different, although there's still some similarities, right? Yeah. So, um, I, I mean, one description or one you know way I can talk about it is um, Steve used to be, until he retired, a mm. member of uh, Rotary. And so every June there was a Rotary charter night, which was a big, you know, dress up night at the country club. It's the, it's the Rotary prom? Yeah, the Rotary prom. Okay. And many of the members are... Um, retired mm. and um so they you know they're not working they don't have a business card they, they they don't have you can't go up to them and say so tell me what you're doing you know at, at your job because they don't have one <laughs> tell, tell me more about your company tell me more about your position yeah. in the company is yeah i understand yeah so it's a little more difficult and i think uh, for me i have to have my listening ears on a lot better mm right now it's probably not a good time for me to go to social <laughs> that. Um, and I can give you an example uh, a couple of years ago we were at the rotary charter night 
and we were standing out on the veranda of the country club looking out over the golf green and Steve made some comment about flying over this golf green and um the gentleman that was standing next to us an elderly gentleman and his wife um he said something about I didn't know that there were any flight you know that you could fly that the probably FCC didn't allow that and and Steve said probably not because of course Steve does anything he wants to uh-huh yeah and um so with that little question it said to me this man knows something about flying mm-hmm. so I I said are you do you fly are you a pilot and he's like I was and then he said I you know I don't fly anymore and then we started talking well come to find out he he was he is retired but he was a retired doctor and his wife is also a retired doctor mm. and they started telling stories about I I think probably she was more renowned than he but he was pretty renowned and so it was so interesting to hear them talk about their careers it, you know obviously it took us into business but it was more of a social um setting and i i actually you know i'm careful when i ask about family but i did ask them if they had children and they said no that they had both been so busy with their medical careers that they looked at all their um students because they were they were professors um they looked at their students as their children Mm. okay and so it was just so you know because i listened and i heard him say something about flying that led me to believe that he had information that you know you wouldn't normally have that's where i let that conversation go and then they took it from there okay so so you're you're but it, it kind of falls back on being curious and interested in the, in mm-hmm. what people are, are talking about around you yeah so yeah. um you know i i know that you know, you've in the past you've traveled down to costa rica it uh what was the name of that that resort you used to go to uh, oh Ocho rio guia, or something like that uh, no, or something like that idea. It's a Guia Diosa. Okay. Um, and I remember you talking one time. I mean, obviously, this is very much a social situation. I mean, this is people are on vacation. They don't want to talk about their work. Right. And uh, we, we remember you coming back and telling us about this gentleman that you'd met there. I, I, it might have been he and his wife. Uh, uh, he introduced himself as Frank. And you got to talking with him. And it turned out that he was Francis Collins, the head of the National Institutes of Health. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We talked, we talked with Frank. He was there with his wife and his two kids. And uh, we just chatted about, they'd gone off on, you know, some outing for the day. And, and because every night there was cocktail hour before we mm-hmm. sat down for dinner. And um, we just had a, a jolly old conversation with Frank. And I had no idea that he was a renowned <laughs> scientist until i came home and told i you know, i don't even know how it came up i, I think you were talking with uh, with elizabeth about it and she's like you mean francis collins <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so but it, it, i mean obviously you weren't talking and and, and they weren't talking about you know a, a scientific uh, uh i mean they, no. were, they weren't talking about uh, you know legislation or anything like that they were just talking about being a family on vacation yep and I'm uh, sure he, that you would not have had as much fun chatting with Frank if you had suddenly started delving into those areas that he's like, that's, that's shop talk. That's not what I want to yeah. talk about here. You know? Yeah. I, I mean, he didn't even allude to it. I had no idea. 
Um, and I think it was that same vacation, you know, they, all these years kind of blend together because there were so many fascinating people that came to this resort. Um, but I think there were four women, um, I, they weren't elderly, but certainly they were probably in their 60s, Okay. Um, all there from Milwaukee, I think, uh, not related. And so again, at cocktail hour, I'm talking with them and, um, and they did everything. They went on all the tours. They, they did mountain biking. I mean, they did everything. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. so impressed with them because, you know, they were, they were up in age. And I said, so do you travel together a lot? And they're like, no, you know, we, we serve on this board of this foundation for Milwaukee. I'm pretty sure it's Milwaukee. And it was this little fund it was you know i forgot how much but it wasn't even a million dollars then when mm-hmm. they were ma- helping to be on the board to help manage it and all of a sudden they got this huge <laughs> bequeath like millions of dollars into this foundation so all of a sudden they had to grow up and be you know put their big girl panties on and figure out how to really be a real foundation <laughs> a real and foundation. money and it was so fascinating to hear them talk about this um, and again, you know, it kind of delves into the business side, but I just started talking with them about, you know, you're doing everything together and it looks like, you know, you're a well-oiled machine. It looks like you've traveled together a lot. And they're like, no, not at all. And so that, and they started telling me about their experience. Well, and you know, it kind of makes sense because in a lot of those types of situations, uh, board situations, you want to be able to work together. And one of the best ways is to kind of make friends. You know? Yeah, if you think about it, they were on a team building. Thing. Yeah, in, in, a, in a way. I mean, uh, I know the uh, the institute where Elizabeth works, uh, the, the Bio, Bio, Bio Interfaces Institute at University of Michigan, you know, they, they have an advisory board. And one of the things they do is they bring them together socially so that they can get to know each other and be more friendly with each other so that it's easier to make decisions and, and be an advisory board. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there's nothing wrong with ignoring business for the evening. <laughs> so, yeah. so, you know, I, I don't think we need to belabor this topic that much, unless you can think of other things to say about it, but it's um, basically, it's the same thing in the business world. It's just being curious, but it's being curious kind of in a little different way, just, mm-hmm. I'm curious about the person as opposed to what they do. I, I can see that. I mean, there's, uh, I, and I tell people when you're in a business situation, there's nothing wrong with asking, you know, what, what industry are you in or, or whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, that's kind of expected, but in a social uh, milieu, it's, it's, it's less, you know, there's sort of a, a, um, a taboo against uh, shop talk. Yeah. And so focus more on the person and, and who they are and what they like to do. Ask, you know, what, so what do you do in, in your off time? What, what keeps you busy? What, you know, let's, and, and then whatever topic they come up with, like you did with the, the airline or the, the people that pilot, just be curious and, and, and follow up with, you know, interest. Mm-hmm. Yep. I so. I think we handled it, it, right? Yeah, it's a short one this week. (laughs) Short one this week. So, so just just be aware the 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 venue in which you are, and and adjust your conversation appropriately. 
Um, but it's really not all that different because it still falls under the be interested in them as a person first and then whatever else later. So Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, uh, thank you all for tuning into our program today. If you enjoyed it, please comment on our Facebook pages. The information's in the episode notes. We would love to hear about your experiences networking in a social uh, venue. Uh, how, how do you navigate it and what sort of are your, uh, your, your rules that you follow? Uh, if you'd like to hear more, of course, please do subscribe. We come back every single week and we would hate to miss you. And until next time, go out and make some great connections. Talk to you later, Mom. All right, Greg. See you soon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Third Generation Networking Podcast with your hosts, Greg and Debbie Peters. If you'd like to learn more about our new virtual training programs, go to connectnation.com.